0: Hello everyone, welcome to Queen City Poly I am your host, Brian O'Neill
1: And I'm Coach K
0: And happy 4th of July Congratulations America, you're free Right? Right That's that's what we celebrate Happy Independence Day
1: Free from
0: Free from the the other white people <laughs> <laughs> The English ones Yep so We're free from them Then we enslaved others. (laughs) Yep. All right. Happy, uh, is that happy birthday? This is like America's birthday, then, right? Yeah. Happy birthday, America. We're doing just fine as a country, don't you think? Sure. You're not giving me much here. Are you trying to (laughs) not give your honest opinion (laughs) on everything?
1: I'm just trying to think about my definition of just fine, things could be worse.
0: Could be worse. I tell people this all the time. As bad as people want to say about America, if I was poor, I would want to be poor in America.
1: i probably want to be poor in Germany.
0: Okay. Well, I haven't been to Germany yet, so... And I haven't traveled many places, but... My I American... Believe. My American mindset says America is great. Again... Ish. Againish. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a nice, it's a nice place, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm in 2018.
0: Oh shit, yes. Yeah. Thank God it's 2018 in America. Yeah. Woo. It was like 1950s. We couldn't even get married. Yeah. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> yep. We would have to go to court for that. In shit. In a
1: better part of the 60s as well. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm saying, man. Like, I mean, like, I know black people have it hard, but there was times where I had to you know you had to walk around with a freedom paper I'm like hey I'm, I'm, I'm a free person like I'm an actual human <laughs> I can.
1: Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman
0: Morgan Freeman my name is Morgan Freeman
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> we're doing impressions on Queen City Poly now
0: we do everything here we have a lot of fun this is called edutainment Effect. that means you get educated and entertainment you get the best of both worlds and damn it, it's all for free. We're not charging y'all anything. We just ask that you subscribe and leave reviews, which y'all still not doing, but I'm going to pretend that I'm okay with that.
1: Why don't you just send positive vibes out into the Positive universe vibes. And thank them for doing it.
0: You know what? Thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: And for leaving that beautiful review you left.
0: For the amazing review.
1: With words and all.
0: And all those words. <laughs> I appreciate everything. There you go. Thank you for so many emails. Yep. I mean, we might have to get another Gmail account because it's just filling up so <laughs> much. I'm overwhelmed. How All about right. you? No, no, you just... Okay, yeah, I'm going too far. All right. Yeah. Today, we talk about metamorphs. Meeting your metamores. Meeting your metamores. Yep. Now, Coach K, for the average listener, could you tell us... The definition of a metamore
1: a metamore is just your partner's partner one of your partner's partners mm. one step removed
0: so an example would be you are my partner yes now if you have another partner outside of me let's say that person's name is larry okay larry and i are now metamors. Correct. Right. Now, everyone has different feelings around this, right? Depending on where you're at in your polyamory journey. Yep. Some people meet right away. Yep. Some people don't ever meet.
1: Right. Well, and we have this story in our heads from our monogamous rom-coms and everything else that meeting your partner's other partner in a in a rom com that's usually meeting your partner's secret mm-hmm. romance partner that you're cheating on them with. But in all of these movies it's it's like shouting and slam doors and yeah. physical violence. Like it's to be avoided at all costs. You do not want these two people in the same room. If we are both sleeping with the same person,
0: right? It's supposed to cause friction.
1: There's a lot of fear behind this meeting. It's like competition. That's going to explode. Like you can't possibly put these two women or these two men or these two people in the same room. Chaos will ensue.
0: My aunt uh, thought that like one of my like having multiple girlfriends meant that one of y'all would poison my cereal.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna off (laughs) you. Not really sure why. It's
0: like, thanks, auntie.
1: Bad things are going to happen. And this drives people to do crazy things. Well, not crazy. Yes, crazy things. And also just interesting decisions. People create weird don't ask, don't tell relationships Mm -hmm. just to avoid meeting metamores. They also practice strict parallel poly, which is the opposite of kitchen table. Where you don't want your other partners to interact. You try to keep these lives as separate as possible. Just to avoid all of this jealousy and hurt feelings that is supposed to happen when metamores meet.
0: So weird.
1: I see you shaking your head over there.
0: I do not uh, subscribe to that type of polyamory. uh, Mostly because the way I operate in my Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Okay, If I consider you... A partner of some sort within this polyamory circle, right? You you gonna know people unless you're like a casual, casual friends with benefits. We have sex like once every month, and it's at your place on a Tuesday night. Not saying that it's a real thing, just saying that it happens, right? So, yes. in that case, then yeah, you've
1: you, had partners that I've never met.
0: Yeah, because it probably wouldn't end well. So I just, mm-hmm. you know. But that's... I'm not, like, romantically involved with those people. I'm not emotionally invested in those people. We just... Probably we're co-workers, and then we happen to fuck, so... We may or may not <laughs> have like, been it's like,
1: <laughs> former coworkers.
0: That's usually how it works. It's like, I work with you, and we're around each other a lot, you know? There's not a lot going on. Right. You know?
1: Tensions but, build. Yeah. You know,
0: everyone's... I'm not going to tell y'all where I work. Y'all probably already know, but still. It's fine. You know, where I used to work, I guess. Because, you know, unemployed kind of still. Yep. But, yeah, like, that's not my style of polyamory. I I need everyone to kind of be in harmony with one another or at least, like, know of one another. So, mm-hmm. because in my life, I'm trying to build certain things and, and I can't, you know, I can't have a successful tribe around me if y'all don't know each other and i'm not saying you have to be best friends or i never you know you you know from first experience, i never say hey you should you know do this with this person like i don't try to like buddy all up like i just let things happen organically if it does and if it doesn't then it doesn't you know
1: right but people have this genuine fear that it's going to be this crazy meeting and we're going to hate each other
0: yeah, so everyone thinks it's going to be like this weird meeting that it's like competition, like all of a sudden you you have to take the other one out because there yeah. can only be one
1: automatic fist fight,
0: right? And it's not that's not that's not how that's not my experience. Been in my experience, now what does happen? I mm-hmm. think, and it's just natural human thing that we've been ingrained over the years. So when I meet one of your partners, I definitely size them up as far as, like, who they are in comparison to me. Because mm-hmm. when I met one of your previous partners, I was like, this motherfucker tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's taller than me. But, well, you know,
1: that's, that's fine. There All are right. going to be differences. There's going to be differences. Yep. You know? For sure.
0: But then I was like, you know, he probably he probably has his faults. He probably, you know, probably picks his nose in traffic. Right person
1: they do become more real and there's all these other possibilities when it comes to meeting metamores that can be beneficial and don't have to be this negative tumultuous fight Mm -hmm. it can actually help alleviate some of that jealousy and reduce some of that relationship drama because until you meet this other person they're this scary unknown Mm -hmm. And we let our imaginations run wild, and we're just like, oh, they must be perfect, and Mm -hmm. I must not be enough, and they must be better than me. But when you do finally meet that person, yeah, you might have those little size-up conversations in your head. But if you just slow it down and talk to them, you normally learn that they're just real people that have positive qualities and aren't perfect and your partner likes them Mm -hmm. and they like your partner Mm -hmm. and sometimes it might feel like you're it's you it's your partner and them against you like you feel like the odd man out sometimes Mm -hmm. when you think about meeting them but when you actually meet them it's usually the reverse like you have an automatic teammate like you two both like the same person yeah it's a
0: shared experience
1: and your partner's actually the odd one out, it's, and it's kind of hilarious.
0: Yeah, because y'all gang up on me all the time, <laughs> and you know, I know y'all think it's cute, but you know, it hurts. It's my, adorable. It hurts my feelings sometimes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I need more. Yeah, uh, no comment. I need more guy friends in my life because y'all pick on me a lot. We like when we were I, watching Harrison Ford movies, and I was like, I don't want to watch Harrison Ford movies, and then y'all made fun of me because I bought Harrison Ford. Well,
1: you were just a grump that night. I can't...
0: Well, because I went to... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Went to goddamn Raleigh!
1: <laughs> Beside the point. But, yes, I mean, you find these unlikely friendships that you didn't necessarily anticipate when you think about meeting a mm-hmm. Um And, th- I mean, maybe you don't click. Maybe you're not necessarily friends and you'll have a lot in common. But you do have this person in common. And... You do share time and energy and commitment to this shared person.
0: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, You don't necessarily have... The one thing that you know for sure you have in, in common is that partner that joins you. And so y'all are able to talk about the different quirks and things that this person does. And we're able to bond over it. Um, you know, you and your ex, like him and I have probably a lot of nothing in common <laughs> other than you and him and I sometimes geek out about like, yeah, you know, Coach K did this or Coach K, Coach K did that and it just kinda like starting like how clumsy she is. Right. In yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. Yeah. I, mean, you know? I love doing the impression of you waking up in the <laughs> <laughs> it's knocking over yep. shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll
1: Cash. work on getting some more partners into the mix <laughs> so you can gang up on me and we can see who can actually take a joke.
0: I just need someone to see, like, to also see what I see. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, a few things I was reading about metamors. Um, I read something where it said, and it was on a blog post, Your metamor, the metamore, doesn't owe you anything.
1: What did you make of no. that?
0: I think what they're trying to say is that the metamorph doesn't owe you any type of
1: doesn't owe you a meeting right even. like as a you're not in a relationship with that person
0: yeah so you don't have to do anything with them
1: true establish your own boundaries to your mm-hmm. own comfort level Yeah.
0: yeah you don't have to do anything with your metamor although it would be I find it beneficial to at least have some sort of greeting contact knowing yeah um, what I do not like or what I would try to avoid is when things are going if there's a a troublesome time within one relationship, and then the partner is venting about that partner to another partner, which mm-hmm. is the metamorph. that could st- start, you know, that's typical middle school girl drama 101. You know what I mean?
1: Why does that have to be middle school girl drama? Why can't it be a middle school boy drama?
0: Because that's not how boys handle drama in middle school.
1: Oh, that's right. You don't talk.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You just kill people. Yeah, and isolate. Rape people.
0: When you say it like that, it sounds worse.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is we don't want a lot of bickering going back and forth. And What you're
1: saying is you don't want to act like women.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> These are the pluses and minuses of dating a feminist. Is you just, you know. You're
1: strengthening your argument, love. Rephrase to what you actually okay. mean.
0: What I was trying to say mm-hmm. was that you don't want a lot of uh, gossip going on okay. within your poly- polycule. Right speech. Right speech, yes. In the Buddhist lens, right speech, mm-hmm. okay? No one says that you can't vent. You right. know, we've all had family. You got family. You I know, vent. You vent to other your sister, your brother and sure. mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. About one another mm-hmm. family. Yes. totally normal. But there is a limit. And especially if it becomes a point of straight up trashing and cuz now you've completely changed the outlook of that person to your partner, and it yeah, sounds weird. It's kind of it's yeah. like
1: how you don't want to talk about all of your relationship problems to your parents or your close friends, because then they're going to start hating your partner.
0: Right, and they they're hating your partner, but you've already forgiven mm-hmm. the partner, and then back in love again, and and they're just like, I don't that piece I, of shit, piece of shit, Stanley, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and is and is and they've only heard your side of that story. Yeah. So and you're
1: re- usually skewed You're you, If you're only it's, venting to them Then yeah. you're usually just saying all the bad things And not really talking about the good Exactly
0: and, It's not a true an uh, Appropriate lens
1: And we're already wired to focus on the negative
0: That's why What does they say? There's three sides to every story? No At least Because even when we I don't know I remember back in school And this kind of gets off subject but not too much everyone sees the same fight right but you ask each and every person they will tell you a different thing
1: true perception yeah mm-hmm.
0: so it's all about so you just have to be mindful of your speech when you're with um your partners and inventing it's healthy to vent it's good it's good to get it out but the one key thing I think is important is don't say anything to a partner that you wouldn't feel comfortable saying directly to your, your part, like your direct partner and your other partner.
1: Right. That's a good you know? rule of venting in general. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're bitching about a friend, like mm-hmm. don't say anything to someone that if you get called out on it. Right. You'd be like, He's
0: I mean, like, say Aw. to your
1: friend first, even yeah. if you word it differently and say it right. a little nicer, if they hear that you've been talking shit, be like, yeah, I told you that the other day. Yeah you're actually like an asshole
0: yeah like I got a friend from back home and I tell him all the time like yo you ain't shit dog and like you know like just fucking around <laughs> serious but you know like just like fucking around so like when I tell my other friends you know like he can't be like hey I heard you said I wasn't shit It's like yeah I tell you this all the time like, <laughs> like, it really like, takes the steam out right it really does it's like you shouldn't be surprised I said that like you know true. <laughs>
1: very true
0: yeah it's yeah. good times those are the bonds that we look for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where you can be real and your authentic self. You don't want to feel like you're in a space where you have to pretend to be whatever. Right. You know, you want to be yourself. You want to be a healthy person. Um yes.
1: Yeah, and I've had some fun experiences meeting metamorphs, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you like are we going to go into our Have we told that story before? I don't know. Could this be a Queen City Polly first? It might be. Okay. All right. So, long story short, one of my partners um who uh she's still a partner today. Um we went on a few dates. Right. Yep. Went on a few dates. We were somewhere in Charlotte. Where were we at? We were in Bearden Park. A bar. We went to a bar in Charlotte, and I texted you. Well, first of all, had a few Jack and Cokes. You know. <laughs> had a few, and the real story comes out. Had right? a few Jack and Cokes at a bar, and she was looking very nice that night. And I feel like it was on a like a weekday or a Friday or what was it
1: it must have been at least a Friday because I didn't have work in the morning
0: yeah so I just just as a just a I'm gonna let y'all know something about me I am not prepared to say no to sex I'm not quite equipped to turn down someone that wants to have sex with me for the first time um, especially if I'm attracted to them and it. I felt the energy of, like, she's DTF. Okay. You know. Interesting. So, I felt that energy, and I was like, shit, me and Coach K, Coach K and I haven't discussed this. Right. How we should navigate this situation, because I wasn't planning on having sex tonight, but it looks like it could very much happen.
1: It may be in the cards. It
0: may be in the cards. So, it was around... What midnight? <laughs> I, I don't know. You?
1: My ass went to bed at like eight p.m.
0: Yeah, I think I texted you around like eleven. Something I was like, "Yo, coming meet, back. To I'm you. coming back to the crib with the old girl." FYI, right. And you know, long Which would story. Would be an
1: interesting way to meet a metamorph. Very true, but the story got complicated because my ass was asleep, and yeah. um I woke up mad early at like 4am you
0: woke up early as shit
1: cause I went to bed <laughs> at 8pm and I'm like oh Brian got home late he's trying to be nice again he slept in the guest bedroom cause he doesn't like waking me up so I go to the guest bedroom and I go to crawl into bed with him and uh, I get just about to the foot of the bed and then I see that there's actually two heads in the bed And I slowly back out of the room.
0: Surprise!
1: And decide to go check my phone, which I haven't looked at, and then see that text message about you coming home with her. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I proceed to be horrified because my house is trashed and I try to quietly clean, but I'm clumsy and I'm just throwing shit around.
0: Yeah, I heard, like, a bunch of, like, shoes and stuff falling. I'm like, damn, she's up in there mad, like, throwing shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, now he thinks I'm
1: being (laughs) passive-aggressive.
0: Yeah, I was was like, oh, she's up up in there being passive-aggressive. I'm like, fuck, man, I fucked this up. Like, I (laughs) should have just waited. (laughs) But, yeah, that was an interesting meet and greet. And then Mm -hmm. talking to her... She didn't even know she. Her she side like, of
1: the story, she's a she's a hard sleeper, so she didn't even hear any of that shit.
0: Right, but then when she met you, she was like, "I never really checked to see if this motherfucker was telling the truth, like, because I could have been just like lying, like, yeah, my girl's cool with it, and just like had sex with her, and then like you got to get out the fuck out of here, like, right, some shit like that." Right. Like, <laughs> so she comes
1: out of the bedroom, and our first interaction was just, I guess, me offering her some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Introducing ourselves, and it was it was all good. I mean, we have an our own little free form dynamic where we don't have a lot of
0: well we hadn't we didn't establish any type of boundaries rules with that situation mm-hmm. the scenario
1: and honestly, I had no problem with any of it other than the fact that our house was a mess yeah, our
0: house was I felt bad about that too, but also there was sex about to happen, so it was just.
1: I'm surprised you got a fourth date after the state of that house and that room you brought her back into, but, you know.
0: Yeah, we we had sex on, like, like uh, laundry clothes. Like, it were was there weird. sheets?
1: Were, I don't think there were even the, sheets the, on the bed.
0: There wasn't sheets on the bed. It was...
1: Just embarrassing. It
0: was, yeah.
1: I was more embarrassed than anything else. But we tell that her story... Her and I
0: had a good time, okay?
1: I'm, I'm so glad. <laughs> but we tell that story to say that um, I've had some interesting first-time-meeting-metas experiences... Um, you did a little better this last time, where you just you still kind of <laughs> jump jump the gun. You're just like, oh, having a friend over for dinner, cool. And then I just get a phone call. Hey, by the way, I invited this person I'm been talking to. Let me know if you don't want them to come. I'll call them and cancel. <laughs> All right. Um, and I don't, cause I'm I'm fine. But it yeah. Interesting. So here's the thing, like
0: I I know you. Uh-huh. So I when when I tell someone to come over and but I check with you that's like just courtesy. Like I know that you're cool with it and I know that you're cool with that you'll be cool with that person because I've already I've vetted that person already.
1: Sure. And if I ever say no I'm not cool that you're gonna be like, Oh shit, this is this is gonna be really bad. She's saying no.
0: Right. If yeah, if you don't want a person to come over you must got some intel on this person that I,
1: or I, just I, don't know. I'm going through a thing. Oh
0: yeah, you might be having some shit going on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You might be having some feelings, right?
1: Not typical, but yes.
0: <laughs> you have feelings. You just don't want to feel them.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. Like therapy. I'm just saying <laughs> that's gonna be our sound yeah. for the podcast. Therapy. It's just, you singing therapy. Uh, no, but like if. If I do extend a boundary or if I do say, "Hey, yeah, could you reschedule or "Hey, yeah, I'm not feeling it like i don't I don't pull that card very often, so I feel like it has more weight,
0: yeah, it's true, you don't uh you don't you don't do that, and that's why I feel like I can always just be like, "Hey, somebody's coming over,
1: yeah, and you vetted well, and yeah, she was super nice, and
0: i mean, i I know who I know our tribe and house and i know the social order of our place mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but you also know that i'm a people person and i interact with all different types of people from different walks of life true and if i feel like that they won't gel well with the group like i don't invite them into that circle true
1: yeah i've met some great partners of yours my metas and I'm, I've am been able to really relish in that compersion that the fact that you're happy when you spend time with them uh, because they don't see me as, like, the wife with the veto power mm-hmm. or any yeah. of that bullshit, yeah. right? And they know... I mean, they know that I'm a big part of your life and, and that we have big plans for our lives, and but I feel like they enter the situation on our side not on your side Mm. if that makes sense you know like my definition of because I look for for you date women so I look for metas and women that are going to be respectful and I don't mean that they're going to respect some sort of hierarchy or respect me as the queen bee or something crazy like because we don't operate like that but just respect in the sense that they're not speaking ill of me mm-hmm. with any sort of malintent to like break us up or yeah. they appreciate the love that we share and want right. want you to be happy in, in our relationship as much as they want you to be happy in, yeah. in y'all's relationship and I
0: think and I feel like I'm able to pick up on that energy if somebody is trying to do that and you know regardless of what someone looks like mm-hmm. you know if anyone's trying to change my circle and some kind of way are contaminated to for their own benefit like i'm
1: you're not about that life. i'm either.
0: not about that life like and i don't care if you look like whoever like you, you get the fuck out you right. know what i mean because that's that's you know i'm not a huge religious person but like that's the devil to me <laughs> like you know like someone messing up with you, like your family and your like close-knit circles like and i've had friends i have friends that that operate the same way, not necessarily as a polyamory thing, but you know he, um a friend of mine he'll he'll like get a girlfriend and she'll realize like the type of people we are as far as like with polyamory and about our religious standpoints, and then try to plant seeds of separation mm. between us, and he steps up and so like, no, nah, like these are good people, yeah. you know and they're important in my life and if you want to be a part of my life then you know have some respect right and i and i appreciate that and that's like a that's like a huge integrity thing Mm -hmm. for me in any type of relationship that i'm involved in whether it's business whether it's family friends romantic you know that's that's the standard that i'm not budging on
1: and in polyamory specifically those the people that are looking to break up some sort of couple or something they're seen as they're called cowboys or cowgirls, right? Yeah. And yep. I would I would say that just when you're meeting a meta go to it with a clean slate and don't assume that they're a cowboy or a cowgirl, <laughs> you know. Um obviously have good boundaries, but but don't don't meet them thinking that they're this evil person that's trying to break you and your partner up, Mm. right? Yeah. Um, And then ask your partner for reassurance when the time is appropriate, like, not Mm -hmm. while they're still at the dinner table, probably, but, like... Yeah. um, And if you're the partner that's introducing one of your partners to your other partner, give reassurance to your partner after the fact, even before they ask, right? And... Um, even if they seem fine.
0: Yeah, keep checking in on people.
1: Let them know the place they have in your life so that they don't feel the need. Because people don't like talking about their fears and insecurities. And I'm going to say right now to talk about your fears and your insecurities when you're about to meet a meta. After you meet a meta, she seemed really great. I'm worried about us whatever mm-hmm. say those things to your partner that will help them yeah. reassure you in the right ways
0: that was something I had to learn I guess cause I read I can read body cubes and stuff but like sometimes I just don't act on them mm-hmm. you know what I mean so but once I'm able to like configure cause I'm always like oh she's fine like she's cool like you know that I love you, so I don't have to keep, I don't have to like mm-hmm. reassure. But even like you do, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's not necessarily a form of like weakness or anything, but it's just kind of like, it's just knowing that, hey, this is real. Like, you can, you can, this is polyamory, and like you can love more than one person or you can be connected to more than one person. And
1: yeah, and these emotions is, run high, and yeah. we're Buddhist and we talk all the time about impermanence and changing states and how your relationship is going to look different over time mm-hmm. and so as, mu- as much faith as I could possibly have in our relationship
0: yeah
1: with or without metas you want a check in yeah. so especially when you have new people um or changing dynamics with those people yeah you're going to want reassurance not because you're insecure necessarily but because it's an insecure life yeah. is insecure and polyamory is about open honest communication and that festering jealousy or insecurity isn't helping you get the reassurance you need it's not helping like that quiet suffer in silence shit isn't helping
0: especially with a person like me because i will think things in my head but not say them verbally right and so
1: yeah you'll come up with all sorts of war stories yeah catastrophize Mm
0: mm-hmm yeah, mm-hmm. Create this whole entire world in my head that doesn't exist.
1: And I'm like, oh no, I wasn't thinking that at all.
0: Yeah.
1: And look, it's over. <laughs> all you had to do was say something. Yep. Yeah. So you might not be best friends with your metas. At the same time, though, it's hard to find poly friends. That's true. And someone that has a partner in common with you has a good chance of being someone you might like as well. If not romantically, then at least possibly platonically it's definitely not a for sure thing but sometimes like we had episode two i think about seeking community Mm -hmm. and we find we try to seek out poly friends at meetups and all sorts of other avenues but sometimes all you have in common is the fact that you're both poly and it can be hard to find people that you vibe with but now your partner's done the vetting for you and waited through some of the bullshit and maybe maybe this is a great friend yeah. that you could have
0: poly friendships are are to be cherished because we're just so few to be found mm-hmm. um, and it openly. could be a really
1: deep and intimate kind of platonic friendship because they love a person that you love like you don't mm-hmm. get that in most friendships Normally friendships we see as kind of like a team, right? Yeah. just My up. friends are if we break up they're on my team. You know, right, yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. if we're yeah. married, like they say they're on our team, but we really know whose side each <laughs> one of them is on, or, or you know what I mean? Like it yeah. gets all hairy, but with metas it can be this interesting place where they they really understand mm-hmm. you and your partner. And even if you really don't click with a meta, interacting with them. A little bit more than you know your perfect life would be like you're able to kind of see them through your partner's eyes and it could be a really beautiful lesson in compassion and like almost like a meta meditation right yes because you see this person that you wouldn't be friends with if it were up to you or you wouldn't deal with if it were just up to you but you're forced to do de- semi forced to deal with them because uh-huh. they're in your life because of your partner and just seeing them, I don't know, it almost allows you to step outside of your own body and be like, this isn't about me. Like, look, there's this human being yeah. that's being lovely towards my partner and my partner really cares about. And you start to see just their humanity and that they're a loving person. And even if you don't want to go to the movies with them by yourselves or do anything with them. You can still really practice that compassion.
0: There's an appreciation. Yeah. In that. So. Does this conclude our? Yeah, Nancy. I think we're just, hitting time.
1: Oh my Jesus! You and your right. arbitrary time.
0: Plus eight.
1: Yes. <laughs> your, your math skills need some more love. Yes
0: we have anything else
1: mm. No, we can stop. I'm just fucking with you.
0: Okay. Um any updates or anything? Fourth of July? No.
1: No. What's what's your advice for Metas?
0: My advice for Metas is if you are see I've never been in a situation where I've been I've only I haven't been in a situation where I've met like a Like, I've dated, like, a married person or something like Mm. that. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't been in those situations yet, really.
1: Yeah, you haven't had a lot of metas to deal with. No.
0: There's not a lot of poly dudes out there. Mm. Or open poly dudes. You know. Um, And then I don't... A lot of the women that I'm involved with, they might be bi or pan or something, but they haven't had, uh, I guess, what we call... Solid relationships with women that they feel like they need to introduce me to. So I just never met like a lot of metas. Yeah.
1: Or they're dating dudes that are like a poly mono thing.
0: Yeah. Or they just live far away.
1: Yeah. Long distance relationships. Yeah. Long distance.
0: So -hmm. I mean, I'm all about meeting. I want to meet more dudes because I need more guy friends because I want to play video games and I don't have a video game system. So if you have a video game system and you live in Charlotte, please come. And date Coach K. um She's she's a lovely person. um Not a morning person by any means. So,
1: offense <laughs> to that.
0: She does capoeira. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's it called?
0: Synt- Synergy. Synergy. Yeah.
1: She's got so many talents.
0: She loves dogs.
1: <laughs> Some dogs.
0: Some dogs. Yeah, these shitty dog owners in Charlotte. <laughs> I love well-trained dogs that fuck off. Fuck these shitty dog owners. Is that a dog
1: lover?
0: No, you love well-behaved dogs. I love well-behaved dogs. It's like kind of me and kids. Like, I don't like regular kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I don't. I don't know. I shouldn't say that in my profession. Um, So we're ending this episode with saying uh, Happy Independence Day. Uh, Definitely check us out. Again, on all the social media at Queen City Poly, send us emails if you have questions about polyamory or just questions of relationships in general.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Queen City at gmail dot com.
1: And if if you have particular struggles with metamors or um, meeting metamors, shout us out, email us, send us some questions. We'd be happy to respond.
0: Yep. And last but not least, enjoy. Your Independence Day, I think I'm going to celebrate by kneeling in front of a Cracker Barrel, uh, while wearing a Black Panther T-shirt.
1: Oh, can you get one of those "Make America Great Again" hats that from like Atlanta and get the red Sharpie? What was it? Or the? Oh no, it's like the South will rise again or something. Yeah,
0: he had the South will rise again.
1: And then he just.
0: I forgot he changed the wording.
1: He changed it to like.
0: I'm gonna be Make America Lit again, cause so I use Lit cause I'm young can stay, still say lit is lit still a thing i doubt it litty you're saying it litty <laughs> <laughs> it's litty charlotte
1: it might hang around charlotte a little longer yeah Mm-hmm.
0: i'll keep it going okay all right we're out y'all enjoy peace out